Hey, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Ches in Moed Karton. We learned for a four shleimer for Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal, for Elozer Ben Ruma, and for Esther Tehila Bas Ariela Tsipora, who's having a, a serious operation today. Uh, we left off yesterday about four or five lines down on the page, actually a little bit more, Omar Mar, about seven lines down on the page. Omar Mar, yesh, yom shatarob, yesh, bom We discussed yesterday, machok spin Ramey and Rabiosi, whether you have to, whether Cohen must see and must uh, use his discretion to determine whether there's a, um, um, uh, whether there's saras or there's a nega <coughs> in the person. Rameyer said, you can examine it. And if you see something bad, don't say anything. Rameyer says, no, don't say anything at all. Don't examine it at all. Because once you look at it, you must say whether it's bad and then ruin their yantaf, ruin their holiday. So we had that machlokas. But they both agree that if you want, you could just abstain and not look. The guy comes to you and says, and I might have a nega. The coin could say, even a contrabiosi, the coin could say, I'm not, I'm not going to look at it. A coin you could look at it. And then if it's bad, don't say anything. But either way, you could abstain. So everybody agrees that where do you get that from? So we said yesterday, the Pusik said, on the day that he sees it. So Yes, there's some days that you, go, that you have to look at it, and some days you could just abstain and say, we'll take it after the Chag. How do you see that in the words? It says, on the, and on the day. How do you see that in the words that he has a choice? Some days you look and sometimes you don't. Some days you examine, sometimes you don't. Why Uviyom? What's the extra vav? In other words, it's from the Maitur, the Kroch, the extra letter, Uviyom, teaches me, and on the day. It's not that it's mashma from and on the day, from and in the day or and on the day, but the, the vav is extra. It teaches me that you don't have to look at it every each, you're not required to look at it on certain days, like in this case on Chalamoy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, on Yantif, you wouldn't do it. But you, you can not look at it at any day. No, okay. That's a, no, but there are, oh, he says, yom. some days you must look, and some days you, you, you don't have to look. And certain, normally, the calling that's his, he's mandated, that's his job. But there are certain days that he that he's uh, not required to work on those days when it could bring uh, sadness to the holiday for the leper. So so that's what means. says The whole word is extra. usually means the pasuk here. This means the word. The whole word uvi You don't have to say the vav is extra. The whole word is extra. says on the day that he appears uh, before the coin. Hey Rosebo, the day that the coin. That the mum, uh, the or the lep, the leprosy is seen by the coin. Why do you say uviyom at all? Just say uva heveros. My uviyom. The whole word is extra shmamina yeshem shatarav yeshem shetar. There are certain days that you must, you're you're required to look at, and certain days you don't have to. But abaye, abaye, who says what the word the vav? He learns it just from the vav. Why does he need viyom? Why doesn't he say the whole word is extra? Like Rava says, the whole word is extra. Abaye, whom you need viyom viyom lila. You can only examine it during the day. When there's natural sunlight, when it's naturally like you can't look at it at night by the by the light of a torch or a fire. So he says, know that you don't that a coin doesn't examine it at night. Nafgalay, he learns it from this person. He says, mare coin from all the sight of the eyes of the coin. It's got to be the sight based on his normal sight, not on uh, with anything unnatural like a, uh, a flashlight or electric light or even a fire. So he says, not going to be a whole Mariana coin. It's got to, that's, that means he's got to be able to see without any artificial light. So he learns from there, but by, uh, by, what does a by do with that pasuk? 
Abai says, Beyom teaches me during the day. How does he know? What does he do with Chol Marin Akoin? And we boil the Lamute Summa Bachman. If a Kohen is blind in one eye, he's not fit to examine it. He's not fit to examine the uh, the leprosy. Lamute Summa Bachman, because there's Lamar Aine by the sight of the eyes of the coin. That means he's got to have sight in both eyes. But Rabba, Nami Boile Lahachi. So Rabba also needs it to tell me that a blind blind in one eye is no good. Obviously, he's blind in two eyes. He can't see anything. But even if he's blind in one eye, he's he's uh, excluded. He's he's uh, not fit. He's unfit, uh, unqualified to uh, to see to uh, to see the nega. So Rav Nami Rav also needs it for to exclude a uh, a um, He also doesn't he also need it to exclude a blind person? In a yes, he does. The Chomayrkan does really use for a blind person. That will be on Belayla Minali. So how does he know beyond Belayla? According to Rabba, we said the whole word is extra. Uviyom teaches me that he doesn't have to look at it in certain days like Cholamoid. And Cholamoid can teach me at a blind person. So how does he know that a Kohen can't examine it at night? In the parasha of the house, if a house is, is leprous, it says there that a person comes and tells the Kohen, it appears to me, it, it, it appears to me. In other words, I see this leprosy in my house. I, it, it appears to me, means I see it in my house. Right? That doesn't mean lori means not by a nut or or it could be uri meaning a fire, meaning Rashi says that ain't So ori here could be could be the light of a nair, light of a fire, or light of some of a lamp or whatever, but it means I, I could see it, Lee, I could see it without any uh, artificial light. So uh, so you see from there that, he, and, and right afterwards, the coin's got to look at it in the same manner. So the guy comes and tells him, listen, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I see a leprous, uh, uh, some leprosy on my house. Come and examine it. And he's looking at it there. So the the the, uh, the owner of the house has to see it without any artificial light. The coin does also. But by it, so why can't the buyer learn out from there that it could be only during the day, not at night? Why does he say that I need the yom? The vav, yes, he says, is extra to teach me yesh yom shatarah, yesh yom shayetarah. Well, why does he need Bayom to teach me that a Kohen can only see it during the day when there's natural sunlight? If it would be from the Havia, there it's speaking about where the Kohen is examining the house, leprosy of the house, not the person. So I might say, oh, it's not, if it's a Tumma that's not on his body, meaning it's on his house, it's on his garments, etc. There, it has to be during the day. If it's of his own body, a few or nami. Maybe you could use artificial light too, use a flashlight or use a, a, a lamp of some sort. Kamash will know. That's why he says, Bayom, it can only be during the day, meaning when you don't have to bring any artificial light. Not that I'm calling, not that a fire is artificial in the sense that you have to bring it, you have to make the fire, as opposed to sunlight where it's naturally light. So that's how they learn out that drush. Bodomer Mayor said another thing on Chalamoy, other things that we allow or disallow. Listen to this. It was the custom in those days that they would, when they would bury somebody at a funeral, they would bury him temporarily, let's say for a year or so, till the body decomposed. Then they would um, dig up, unearth the, the uh, bones, and take the bones and put them together in the family plot with all the other bones of the family. That was the medic that they did in those days. So you're allowed to do that in Chalamoy when people aren't working much anyway. So he says, you're allowed to, Rameir says, because it's a simcha hilo. What does that mean, it's a simcha? He's happy that he's able to do it, apparently. That's what it says. B'Shesh says, the Gemara will adjust this a little bit. Uh, he's not upset by it because it's a happy occasion that he's able to bring 
the bones of his parents into their final resting spot in the family uh, in the family plot. Uh, so it's a simcha for him. That's what the Gemara says. That's what the Mishnah says at this point. Meaning, it sounds like he's great. He's so happy to do it that uh, it's not like avails for him. Rabbi says no. Rabbi says avalilo. It's a mourning. Now and then we'll see when, when, when bones are uprooted, when they rebury somebody, the person has to sit shiva for a day, right? During, during the day that they, when they rebury somebody, you know, they bring, you know, they bury them even during the pandemic, you know, they couldn't bring the bodies uh, at a certain point from, from New Jersey or wherever. So they, so they would bury them on the condition that they're going to rebury them in Israel. I don't know if you've ever been in a reburial. It's not very pleasant. Huh? I, when did they die? Right, right. So I was once at a funeral like that. It, it uh, it's a little bit mess. It's not so simple. It uh, the body the body's decomposed. It smells. I mean, it's it's not so simple. Maybe if they wait till all left his bones, maybe then it's okay. Yes. Ephraim doesn't he become kame on Halamohed when he went to the base of Mikdash? Why would he right. take himself tummy? So presumably he brought his karbaros already, or he's not in the base of Mikdash, right? But he's not going to. Obviously, that would be a problem. Correct. He'd become tummy. Uh, because even if he just touched the bones, he's tummy. Correct. Uh, or it could be that it was done in a manner in which he had other people doing it. But either way, either way, if he would become tummy, yes, it would it, it wouldn't be able to bring karbaros anymore. Yeah. Well, to rebury the bones, wouldn't mm -hmm. that be uh, like uh, a cover to the mess? A covered or a bazillion? You mean a, a cover? You asked well, me. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. They're saying it is a cover from mess, and that makes him happy. That's what that's what we apparently we mean in the mission. But we're going to adjust that in the Gemara. Since Romeo says you're allowed to do that because it's a simple for him to finally bring his parents to the family uh, plot, whatever, where they're going to bury them. Fine. You could uh, you could do that. Rabbi says no. It's availus. You shouldn't do it. Another thing that he shouldn't do is lo yaor adam mesa. A person shouldn't stir up. They would bring these mourners and wailers, you know, to, uh, they would pay them and, you know, they were hired hands, they would bring them there. So you shouldn't stir up other people to come when you bring somebody like that. Rashi says, speaking about um, if uh, somebody died uh, like a month or two before the Chag, you shouldn't bring somebody in at the Cholomoy time uh, and, and then encourage other people to come and wail with them, other family members, because it, uh, it, it, it diminishes from the happiness of the Chag. And second thing, it's this is like two separate things. He shouldn't be masked, he shouldn't mourn him within 30 days of the Chai. Now, we're not talking, but still not, we're talking about Chalamoy. Here he says, even within 30 days, the Gemara will explain why that is. Even if it's 30 days before the Chai, you don't bring in special whalers. Um, uh, you shouldn't hire any you know, anybody. Like, you know, uh, mourn, these are people who, uh, uh, you know, who, who give uh, hespedim and they cry out, etc. And, um, and they should, you shouldn't do that within 30 days of Chai. Well, I'll explain. So first question on Rameir is, Rameir says it's a simcha and chalamoy. If you gather your the, the bones of your parents to bring them for reburial, as we said, you have to have a veilus one day. You said they actually sit shiver for one day. Only during the day, only one day, not at night. Even if he didn't actually pick them up himself, they're just wrapped in a sheet. You still have to sit in a veilus. So this is a veilus. How can you say that it's a simcha? Means to say this. It's not that it's a great simcha. After all, you're attending a funeral, effectively. It's a reburial here. It's a funeral. The answer is, is that simcha, a regular love, is that because he's involved in the great simcha of Yantif, 
that prevails over his mourning. Yes, there is a period of mourning. Yeah, he's got to sit shiva during the day. He's got to sit shiva in the middle of Chalamoy, right? So you can't say that that's not mourning. He is mourning. And uh, the answer is that the simcha of the mayor allows it because the simcha of, of the Chag is so great that that prevails over it. And obviously, there's not too much work involved. Apparently, there wasn't a lot of work, and therefore, he's allowed to do it. He shouldn't stir up um, a mourners and uh, people, eulogizers and wailers uh, for, for this. My lawyer, Almeso, Amarav Rav says like this When a, when a uh, eulogizer uh, goes in Eretz Israel, Amr, they say, When a eulogizer would come, so they said, listen, everybody who's lost somebody in the last few months, come, all the people who are bitter apart, meaning people who are mourning, should all come along. Don't do that either on Chalamoy. So my lawyer, Macy, you shouldn't do that. Don't You shouldn't uh, bring uh, uh, professional eulogizers like they do in Eretz Yisrael. They have professional ones, and then they say everybody should join with them. Don't do that on Chalamoy. Then the end of the mission says, and you shouldn't eulogize within 30 days. And Rashi said that the 30 days could even be going on both these things. In other words, not only in Chalamoy, until now we're talking about Chalamoy, are you allowed to gather the bones or not? The mayor says yes, but Yossi apparently says no. But, but here about Lo Yoral Mesa, is even including the 30 days Lo Yispinen, the regular is going not only in the last phrase of Lo Yispinen, but also in Lo Yoral Mesa. Now, what do we mean by that within 30 days? What if, I understand Chalamoy. Chalamoy is a happy time. You're not supposed to have, be unhappy. But what's this business about 30, within 30 days? Amra Kana, Amra Yudam Rab. My was a story that happened, happened one time. He was saving up money for his ticket to Eretz Yisrael. He was saving up money to, uh, to be able to pay for his uh, trip to, uh, to Yerushalayim. Uba Safta, he was apparently in Babel or outside of Eretz, some far away from Yerushalayim. Uba Safta, and a eulogizer came to Ahmad al Pesach Beso, and he was standing there eulogizing for, you know, they, you know, you got a name, bring me a name, you will eulogize for him too. Benatlason, his wife took the money. Benatlason, she paid the eulogizer. She took the money that he was going to use to go up there to Israel. Benimna, below all of So he wasn't able, therefore he refrained. He had no money. He wasn't able. But Shomer, they made a In other words, 30 days is a technical reason because that's when people save up money to go to Israel, either for provisions or with a trip or whatever. Uh, so uh, the Balagola, whatever it was. So they said, Within 30 days, don't do any eulogizing because uh, somebody may, you might take the money and give it to the eulogizer instead of coming to our soul. That's one reason within 30 days. Shmuel says a different reason. When a person is eulogized, certainly within a funeral, 30 days, that's why you shlosh him. The mace is not forgotten from the, from the heart, meaning it's, it's on his mind all the time. And therefore, if you're maspid him within 30 days, that renews it. Even if the guy died six months ago, but they didn't have a chance to properly eulogize him, whatever. And now they're eulogizing within 30 days of the Chag. You, it, will, it will upset him during the Chag. And Rashi says over here in the third line, but he's so upset that he might even come to eulogize him on the Chag, the Dino Shuk, because he hasn't forgotten. So he says, and that reason applies to both, both for stirring up. Mind what's the difference between these two reasons? One reason is because we're afraid that you'll take your money that you're going to use to travel to, to Shalayim and spend it on this. Another reason is, is because it's simply bad because uh, if you eulogize them within 30 days, it'll ruin the Chag. You're thinking about it and you'll come to eulogize them on the Chag too. They might eat the if, if, that's, if the eulogizers did it for free. Who works for free? But some, and apparently some did, right? 
usually the rabbi or whoever is doing up there, he doesn't get paid specially for this. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. So my man, he can be the covenant if he does it for free. If he does it for free, then there's no problem of of uh, you know of, of uh, eulogizing within 30 days because you're not worried about putting spending the money on the eulogizer. But if the reason is that he's not forgotten and you might come even to do it on the chag, that's a problem. Says the Mishnah, yeah. pardon? 31st day. Yes, things aren't exactly, everything is like, it is like that, you know. It's, it's uh, yeah, 30 days, yes, not that it's, it is. It, it, it phased out over the 38th period, let's say. Ein chofren kuchen beforas bemoi. Kuchen, as we'll see, are, are underground recesses that they would build in like sepulchers that they had under the underground or in a cave. So the kuchen were the recesses where they, these like big holes that they made in a, in a cave. And you don't dig those out on Chalamoy in preparation. Now, if somebody's dead and they got to bury them right now, then you're allowed to do whatever's necessary to bury them. But here we're talking about these things were complicated to dig them out. They were stone. Usually they were stone. So they, so they would they have a, they had have a regular work crew doing this all the time to prepare them. You couldn't wait till the guy died. Then you had to bury him right away. So they don't do that work on Chalamoid. It's Tirchi Yaseira. Ukfaros. Faros means regular tombs or mausoleums above ground. But more, you don't do that on Chalamoid. But you can adapt if there is a kuchen there already. And, you, you know, there's a dead body. Now you got to make it a little bit bigger, a little bit wider. You're allowed to do Chalamoid. And you're also allowed to make it about is like a uh, like a stone um, a stone pool uh, or a tank that the uh, fullers the the uh, cleaning people used to use to, uh, on Chalamo. They would they, they needed them on um, uh, to wash clothes. And if it's necessary, if you don't have enough clothes, you don't clean clothes for you to be allowed to wash. Those in are allowed to make such a pool on Chalamoid. You're allowed to make an Oran if the dead body is in the Chatzar. You have a dead body waiting there and you need to make a coffin, you're allowed to do it. You shouldn't make a coffin unless you have the planks there already to start planing out the, the, the you know, sawing off the wood and, and forming it, make it into the planks. Rabbi said frowns on that. He says, don't do that. But you're allowed to make the Oran if you have planks there already and the dead bodies there. Michael and Michael, as we said before, no, I'm talking about where they used an arm. In Chutzlars, they use an arm here too in certain communities. They use an arm, for example, Lolenu uh, in Sao. The, the army always buries with a coffin because they don't want to make a difference between you know people shot up, body decomposed, and all that. So uh, the the military funerals always have a coffin. And the minute of, so depends on the minute of Pardon? When they collect the bones after the year, yeah, they put it in some. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I, I was at one years ago. It was terrifying because the parts no, of the co- about two thousand years. Ago. Oh, oh, yeah. The, 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 the parts of the coffin were decomposed too, so the whole thing was just a big mess. My kuchen, my kvaros. So my beautiful says kuchen bechvira. Those were you dig out underground, like in Sanhedrin. We see that today. Kvaros bebinyan, and this is more like a mausoleum, a tomb above ground. Uh, t- today, for most part, we don't use either one of them, right? Most people are not buried in a mausoleum of sort, and most people aren't buried in the kuchen. Today, they, they bury them underground in regular uh, dirt. Uh, those digging out the corn, building up uh, like a tomb of above ground tomb. But you can prepare them or adapt them. If it was too long, you can make it shorter. In other words, if it was too long for the body, you could, you could fill it in. You can lengthen it and you can widen it depending on the uh, on the person, the needs of the dead body. 
he calls that a bakia. It's the same thing we're talking about. It's a pool that was used by the cleaning people, uh, cleaners, uh, dry cleaners or whatever. There is no dry, right? It's, it's wet. You know, they put water in there. Uh, one Bryce said Nebrechus and Bekiah. How can you say Nebrechus is a Bekiah if the Bryce says Nebrechus and Bekiah? We mean a big one and a little one. They had a big pool of water, and then as they used it, water uh, water uh, oozed out or sprinkled out of the big one and went into the small one. Now they're not to use the water. You know, they you know don't throw out the baby, but the bath water was used over and over again. So uh, they had a big one and a little one, but the, both, both are the same idea. Tanino, this is a, this mission is a proof. This that the rabbis had learned, and a bris that also called sarchem mace. You do whatever is necessary for the body. Goes in losari, you can cut his hair. Machaps lotusi, you wash his garment. But osilo aron, and you make a coffin minasarin amusarin from planks that are already cut and planed and formed. In other words, if the planks are prepared before Yontif, then you can make the coffin if the body's there. You can even bring raw wood and plane them, saw them properly, do, do it, uh, you know, do it privately in the house. So that's not something you don't do that outside. It's it's a necessary work, obviously, in this case, if they have to put them in a coffin. Uh, but you don't want to do it publicly, not to make people think that this kind of tircha that you're allowed to saw and do work and things like that, that's certainly normally tircha there. Ainos nashimoy. People don't get married during chalamoy. When, when are you allowed, you're allowed to get engaged when it was marashem yikatmenuachar, right? Maybe somebody else will beat him. You're not even supposed to get engaged, but it says you're nos and marrying, but engagement you're allowed to if, uh, you know, you're afraid somebody else might get the girl, so you're allowed to do that. However, um, we don't marry women in Chalamoy. It's not whether they're whether they are virgin or whether they are widows. Uh, the same thing would be for uh, divorces. It just means to say whether whatever kind of wedding it is, uh, you don't do that. We'll see why. Why can't you get married in Chalamoy? We'll right. see the reasons why. Below me, Yavin. Also, that's also for the brother-in-law marrying his Yavama, his uh, his the the widow of his brother without children. Uh, so in that case, it's also simply he's marrying her. Uh, in both those cases, that's uh, he's marrying this woman for the first time, whether she's a psula, a mana, or a yabama. They should simply a great simcha. Okay, so what's wrong with being happy on Chag? We'll see. Uh, if, he mar- if he remarries his wife, his own wife, which he's allowed to do if he's not a Kohen and she hasn't been married to somebody else in between, right? Uh, so there you're allowed to do it. It happens, you know, they, they first got divorced and then they went for counseling and they came back and they got married again. So that's not such a great simple because, you know, he sort of knows her already, right? So there, uh, there he's allowed to. It's not such a great simcha. There he's allowed to. It ain't a simple kolkach. That's the reason it's not. Not because he wants to get her back right away, but because it's not so good. But Osi Isha, she can make all her adornments on Mo. During Kalamari, we'll see what that is. Rabbi Yudomer, she shouldn't use lime. Today you would say they use those those mud, uh, whatever they call them, those you know, a, a mud job on their face and uh, uh, you don't use lime like, as a debilitory to remove the hair and things like that. Shouldn't do that on a chalamoy. Why shouldn't you do it on a chalamoy? He says, why? Because even though after a few days, it might make her face look good, but right now it doesn't look too good. So it, it's uh, it's pretty bad on a chalamoy. Don't ruin the chag. The uh, a regular commoner, a person at home, a woman or a man can sew because that's not considered professional work. So they, oh, obviously, we, you know, most people refrain from sewing. It's necessary. Your pants torn. That was the only pants he had. So you're allowed to. But Umen Machlev, the Umen, being a professional 
a seamstress or a tailor uh, should do it in an irregular way. Because we don't do professional, we don't do Kirchigaseira, we don't do um, uh, we don't do professional work, and we don't do work which uh, which any which diminishes from the chag. Umasriganes matos, and you can um, what they could do is they can interlace uh, mitos. They can interlace the beds. The beds in those days were not like we have mattresses. They had like ropes or cords going across a frame, and they slept on that. With you know, they put some sheets on it, whatever uh, blankets. They slept on that. So he says you're allowed to interlace the ropes on the bed that you're allowed to. You're only allowed to tighten them. You can't interlace them. We'll talk about all this. But let's go back to the weddings. Why can't you get married on Chalamoy? What happens if you're if you're something? Just the opposite. You're supposed to be happy on the Chag. Famous cloud. We don't mix up one simple with another. That's why you don't make two weddings together. You don't do you don't mix up one simple with another simple. That's a cloud that we have. Yes, you have to have the simple. Uh, the, the you only have one simple at a time. Shame Marvin Simcha the Simcha. I once explained it, probably said it last time too, that uh, the the uh, show, the, the uh, Mishabura says that you know that, that I remember there was a guy in St. Louis, they weren't religious next door to us, they got married on Purim. <laughs> you know, like we were laughing about it, but the truth is. You can get married on Purim. He says, you, you're allowed to get married on Purim, says the Mishabur. What's travel? I said, what about? And, and Mishabur said, Shokhanar says, you're allowed to get married on Purim. And then, and Mishabur says, Ma'arvin Simcha Simcha. says, what's the travel? That's what I said, because on Purim, on Purim, what was the Simcha? We were going to be killed. Instead, we live. Well, marriage is life itself, right? Marriage is extending life to the next generation. So it's sort of the same simcha, right? We're celebrating life by getting married. And that's what we're doing on Purim. Maybe it's the same simcha. I don't know if that's a shot, but that's what I said, because otherwise, how do you answer? Normally you can, you don't make two weddings together. You don't make a bar mitzvah and a wedding at the, you know, together. So here you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to be sick with the simcha of the chag. So you don't mix up one simcha with another. That's the first answer. Because you won't, you won't be misach. Not because you can't mix two. He says another the idea that you can't mix two is that means not that you. In other words, you could have two simchas on one day. You know, one somebody got uh, you had a bar mitzvah in the morning and you got uh, somebody got engaged in the afternoon. Whatever, right? You could have. You could, I'm happy with both things, right? But the idea of no, that you should only concentrate on one simcha. This here, the second reason that he's giving is because you won't be m'samech, not because you can't have two simchas in one day or that you can't be m'samech two things together, but simply because you won't be m'samech with the regular all. You're just going to be involved with your wife. You're only going to be, you're only going to be concerned with the wedding and you won't have a proper simcha of yontif. You won't celebrate yontif with the proper meals and, and the singing, etc. The second answer that we gave, not because of Einarv is simple, it's not because you can't mix two things together, but simply because you won't be Musamech at all, is really Durav, really Rav said the same thing. How do you know you're not supposed to get married on? You're supposed to be happy with the Chag. And if you're busy with your wife, you won't be happy with the Chag at all. This is a slightly different reason than Einarv is simple. Einarv is simple, meaning every simple should have its own time, period. Not because of the, 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 the wedding should have its own time, the chalamoy should have its own, the, the yantav should have its own time. 
Everyone should absolve. You don't mix two some. You don't mix two some goes of any kind, of any sort. Not just a chag and a, and a wedding. You don't mix up two weddings. You don't have a double wedding ceremony. That's also improper. That's a marvelous simple simple. The second reason that he has that Rob said this also is because you won't be mismech the chag at all. You're only going to be involved with your wife. Ulamar may talk simply because of this. There's a lot of tear involved in making a wedding. You ever make a wedding? You got to get the caterer. You got to get the hall. You got to get the chairs. You got to get the rabbi. You got to get all this kind of stuff. It's a lot of work involved. Smith said, You know what's going to happen? If people know, you know how it was in Europe, or even in, in Yerushalayim in, in the olden days, you know, that not, not so long ago in our parents' generation, they would make weddings on Friday afternoon. Why? So they would make the suda together and everybody would bring their own food. People didn't bring their food, they put out food for everybody. So people would all bring their Shabbos food. And that was the, that was a simcha here too. If you could say you're allowed to get married in Cholamoy, so people will say, why should I get married now? I'll wait till Cholamoy when I have to prepare the food anyway for the Chag, and that'll be our meal then. So I'll wait till then, and then people won't get married. They'll be Mavatal Pirib. Instead of getting married three months earlier, they're going to wait for Cholamoy, and that's what they're going to do. That's the so four reasons are brought down. Or you be Mavatal the Simcha Chag, or because of Tircha, or because of Pirib. All, all these things we said, Asun Lisa Moid, all these cases that we said. The Basula, the Amana, the Vama, etc. All these women they're not allowed to get married. Chalamoi mutarli se erev regal. They're allowed to get married on erev, erev chag, erev pesach, erev sukkus. Let's say they're allowed to get married. Now, why? After they get married on erev chag, when's the sheva brachas? The whole chag. So there you're, you're going to have the same problem. It's going to be regal. So how? It's a kash on everybody. Everybody who says that uh, this is the reason, that's the reason. Here also, it's Marvin Simcha Basimcha, you're not going to be Mr. Chag, et cetera, et cetera. So, Kasha Lukulu, this is low Kasha. Lamando Mishum Simcha, if the reason is because, A Marvin Simcha, eat your Simcha Chag Yomo. What's the problem? A Marvin Simcha Basimcha. You can't mix the Simcha of a wedding with the Simcha of Yantha. The main Simcha of the wedding is the first day. Is the first day. So that there you're not marvelous simple because you're getting married on air of air of Yantif. And the Sheva Brachas is not such a big symptom. The main, that's not the main the main symptom is the first day. Or or what's the difference between between uh Gehenim and and um and Sheva Brach and and and, and Sheva Brachas? In Gehenim they give you off for Shabbos. <laughs> Gehenim doesn't work on Shabbos, you know. You know, they, somebody once said a good line that the Sheva brachas they should space them out like one a week for seven weeks would be so bad. But if you do a few in a row, you, know, you shouldn't be upset. How everybody should get married, you know. The Simcha. So if the reason is for some one day, so you're not married Simcha Simcha. The Simcha of the marriage is on Arab Chag, and the rest of the days is the Simcha of Yantar, right? Simcha all right, so that if and so if the reason is of simcha, either a marvel simcha simcha, or you're not going to have the simcha of, of yantif. So that answers both of them because the main simcha of the of the wedding is only the first day. It's only the day of the wedding, which is erev mm-hmm. The reason is because of tircha. When the main tircha of the wedding is the first day, the wedding itself. Once the wedding is over, it's not just a big tircha to make sheva It's Usually somebody else makes it, right? Chayim lemanda mishum bittul piravirivia. Ah, reason is because bittul piravirivia. That still should still be a problem. You're going to wait till erev chag if you know, right? You're going to make till erev chag when you're cooking anyway, and you won't get married till then. This is lachayim melomashi inish nafshei. Right. What, in other words, for one day, a person I can wait. Meaning, if I know, if the guy says, "I guess, if I know, I, I can get married on Chalamoy when there's plenty of food anyway, and we'll have food for the Chag." 
So I'll get married then. So I don't have to prepare a meal now and prepare a meal then. That's fine if you have the whole chalamoid. You have three, four, five days of chalamoid, you'll do it then. But if you're only allowed to get married Erev Achag and you can't get married on chalamoid, right? You can't get married on chalamoid and you can only, but you could get married one day. One day you won't take a chance. In other words, I can either get married three, four, five months before the Chag. I can pick any day I want, any day that the caterer in the hall is open, or I can get married Erev Achag. You're not going to wait for Erev Achag because that's one day. One day something could go wrong. You know, you might be busy putting up the sukkah or getting the matzahs or whatever it is. You're not going to get, so for one day, the only chance of one day, they won't wait. But if you say you can get married in a Cholomoy, they'll wait, they'll do a Cholomoy. So all those reasons apply. And those are reasons why you don't get married in a Cholomoy, but you could get married on Erev Achag. But where do you get this business? Where do we know that you can't mix up one simple with another? Where do we get that from? You can't mix up one simple with another simple. Well, the Sivit says by Shlomo, when Shlomo and Melech finished the base of Migdash, so he made a Chanukah Sabayas. By Shlomo, he celebrated the Chag, it was Sukkot's time, Chal Yisrael Imo, Kahal Gadol, a great congregation, all the people of all the way from the north to the south, they all came with Neshem, okay, they all came to Shlaim. Shivas Yom, Shivas Yom, seven days of Hanukkah Sabayas and seven days of the Chag. Abbas Yom, altogether 14 days. Then he said, If you can mix up one with the other, why did he make the Hanukkah Sabayas seven days before the Chag? Why didn't he make it on the Chag itself? Wait already and make it seven days and combine it with the Chag. Make the seven days of Chag and seven days for Hanukkah Sabayas. And Elamai, since he didn't, he preceded the Chanukah Sabayas before the Chag, shows you the Einar Mesopsun. says, Marvadilma, Mentor, Lo Natrina. Okay, maybe this is what, you don't, you don't delay it, right? In other words, you don't delay it on purpose so it should come out on the Chag, but where it does come out on the Chag, let's say they, they, they got married, uh, they got engaged yesterday, decided to get married the next day. You know, it worked out that way. He didn't delay it till then. Maybe you're allowed to. In other words, maybe there it's because Dilma, Mentor, Lo Natrina, you know, wait. So he did it, he would, the, the base mix was completed seven days before, so he did the Hanukkah Sabayas right away. But where it works out, says that if that would be the case, he boiled a shirah porta. Uh, if that would be the case, why didn't he leave a little bit of the base of Mikdash? In other words, you're saying, if it works out at the end, if, if, if it just works out that way, then it's okay. You're, maybe the issue is, is that you don't, you don't wait, but, uh, but if it works, but if it works out that the, it works out that day, it works, it works out. So why didn't he leave a little bit of the base of Mikdash until the end? So it would coincide with the Chag, we don't delay it. We don't wait. We don't. We don't. Uh, we don't. We don't leave over a little bit. So But he could have left a little bit of the top. Remember the Remember they they, they had uh, staves on top. They had uh, uh, the two kranim, right? They had the spikes on top of the uh, of the roof to keep the birds away. So is that that's not maybe part of it? Why didn't you leave that part till the end? Wait till right before the chag and then combine with the chag. No, it was necessary. You don't want the birds soiling the whole area. That was necessary part of the bias. Ella, so the point over there is maybe over there, the reason is, is that the base of was finished seven days before and you don't wait. You know, he finished, he finished. As soon as he finished it, you do it. Ella, mid Here's the reason. How do we know that because the way the Pasuk reads, there's extra words there. It says 14 days. There were 14 days of Chonukah Sabayas and four, uh, seven days of Chonukah Sabayas, seven days of, of Yantif. Why do I have to say 14 days? Just say, why do I have to say Just say 14 days. Why did it say Shemashim? I'll tell you, they each just separate thing. There's a separate, you have to have the Chonukah Sabayas is one thing, that's one Simcha, and the Simcha of Chai is a separate Simcha. Mafarshim safe from over here that 
you're allowed. To, in other words, what happened in the base? So why didn't the if 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 uh, if if it would be right? If we it's we were saying it's possible that really you could do two things together if it works out that way. Maybe over there it just uh, didn't work out that way. He says, well, it could have worked out that way if you would have delayed a little bit. Leave something. No, you don't. You don't leave. You don't leave anything over. And it was finished. You finish it as soon as you can. You finish over. So what about when you make a seum? People make a seum. Are they allowed to leave over the last few lines to make a big simcha when they do a seum? Says you're allowed to. Apparently, why? Because there you don't leave the basement. You're unbuilt. You know, if you have a job to build the basement, you should build it. Do it as soon as possible. But with learning, okay, you could stop learning a few lines before. Learn something else. Bang time. It's not like there's a problem. It's not like you have a chiv to finish it on a certain day. You could wait. And therefore, that's why there's a heter to delay the last few lines and make the seam together when you're going to have the, uh, the, the big party. All right, we'll pick it up from here tomorrow. Yeah.